welcome back to Word of Truth. And it is our last Word of Truth of 2019. Hallelujah. The Lord is faithful and I'm just giving him praise to help me to be faithful and to go for another year. I pray that these have blessed you guys. I really, really do. Today we are talking about discernment. We need discernment more than ever. Discernment. What's discernment? It is the ability to judge well, to decide between right and wrong, to perceive good or evil, if something, and to see to perceive whether something is of God or not of God. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Book of Eli. It's an old film now. It's literally nearly a decade old. Um, so it came out in twenty ten, and it's in summary. I'll try to give a really brief summary. Um, there's a guy called Eli he's blind and basically God has given him a mission to take the Bible that were in post-apocalyptic times so basically books have been burnt people are living on rations they're trying to fight for food it's like every man for himself that's the kind of life that they're living and he's literally got the last known Bible um, in the whole world and so he's trying to get to the west that's where the voice in his head is leading him to it's the lord god is leading him to the west because there is a place there where they're actually bringing together all human like um literature and stuff like that so anyway he fights etc etc but why i bring up that story is because in that film it's a very small part and this happens generally in films anyway where you have a bad guy and they may put on a good front in order to deceive you they might do good things or want good things but they want to use it for for the wrong purposes so their heart and motive is wrong so there's a point where basically throughout this film there's a i can't remember the guy's name i think it's carnegie or something like that he is trying to get hold of a bible but he doesn't want a bible in order to help people to know the lord he wants a bible because he that he believes that if he has the bible he'll be able to control the world he believes that whoever has the bible knows the bible you can control people that's his motive so when he first meets Eli he puts on a good front now we're going to look at discernment and I say that to say is because you have to have discernment the Bible tells us that we'll know them by their fruits okay but then the Bible also tells us that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light so very often we see demons <laughs> obviously the spirits behind people or people who are not of God false prophets false apostles etc operating in a way that looks good they want to do the right thing they may have a bible they may be quoting for the bible they may but their heart and motive the spirit behind them is not of god and that's really what we're going to be looking at today discernment we need discernment in these last times um so i'm just going to quickly read first timothy 4 verse 1 and then first second timothy so first timothy 4 verse 1 says this now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils in the latter times now we are definitely in the latter times second second timothy 3 verses 1 to 7 this know also that in the last days perilous time shall come for men shall be lovers of the, their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection truth breakers false accusers incontinent incontinent fear despisers of those that are good traitors heady i don't know what that means high-minded lovers of pleasures 
more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Having a form of godliness. Obviously, that's why I mentioned the film just as a, as a little picture. We always see these baddies having a form of god godliness, a form of goodness at the beginning. Obviously, godliness comes from the word um, is 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 related to. I was thinking of goodbye. I don't know why I was about to say that, but no. Um, so they have a form of godliness, but denying denying the power thereof. What good is it to have a Bible to want to use the Bible and speak the Bible, but you deny the power, you deny the God of the Bible. That's Jesus said that the scriptures, you go to them because in them you think they have life, but they point to him and you won't come to him. They might have that life, right? So discernment, we need to be able to discern the spirit behind a person, the spirit behind the words being spoken. And so that's what we're going to be looking at today. We are definitely in the last time. Jesus is definitely coming back sooner than he was coming back when they wrote the Bible. <laughs> our, our brothers and sisters in the faith, they were saying Jesus is coming soon. Jesus was saying he's coming soon. We're 2,000 plus years on from there. So Jesus is definitely coming soon. So we cannot afford to fall away. We cannot afford to be deceived, especially as leaders. And I say this all the time. Purity International, we are called to raise fivefold ministers to sonship. So if you're watching this video, more than likely you're a fivefold minister. And so we as leaders cannot afford to be deceived because the people that are coming into our ministry, the people that the Lord's calling us to lead, they are going to be influenced by that which we speak and do. And I'm going to read First Timothy 4, um, 16 it says this take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine continue in them for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee imagine when we hold when we are take heed to our doctrine to the doctrine to make sure that we're not deceived that we're not in this deception it allows the people that are following us the people that we're leading to also stay in a place to be saved that's what it says here save ourselves and those who hear us so that's what as a five minister that is our mission anyway we're trying to get the body of christ to a place of maturity that's what it says in ephesians 4 i'm going to read verse 14 this is the purpose that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive lying wait like literally so we need discernment as five ministers that we henceforth no longer be children we can't afford to be children as five ministers because we can only as i say all the time we can only multiply after our own kind so we need to grow up to sonship so that those that we're leading can also grow up to a place of sonship hallelujah so there are two types of discernment that i'm going to talk about in this video and that I, how i understand them to be at this point in time so we've got first of all we've got the discernment that comes from reading the, the word reading the scriptures and through a process of maturity that kind of discernment so stuff that the bible reveals to us and that we can use the bible to weigh up whether things are good or bad and obviously as we grow in the lord we come to know those things more okay so we've got that's the first one and the second one is the discernment that comes as part of the manifestation gift of the spirit okay the, the, um, the gift of discern discerning of spirits. So we're going to talk about both of these in this video. So discernment that comes through the word or process of maturity. Okay, so we're going to look at a few scriptures and see what the Bible says, how we can discern what, what we're supposed to know already. 
based on what the word says. So, 1 John 4, verse 1 to 3 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come and even now already is in the world. So I've done the videos about false teachers, I think, and false prophets, I think. I think I've done the teaching, I believe I have. So you can check those videos out. But this scripture is one of the key scriptures that lets us know that we are supposed to try the spirit. We're not just supposed to take everything just as gospel yeah we have to try the spirits because there are many false prophets that have gone out into the world and i've mentioned this before in the video it's not just in the church into the world so obviously religion etc etc and obviously there's so much of the world that's coming into the church so we have to try the spirit it's what the bible told us to do it's part of discernment and so this clearly tells us how to identify the antichrist spirit which is that any spirit that denies that Jesus come in the flesh is not of God. So that's a clear way. That is not, you don't need to, you don't need the gift of the spirit to know that. You just need to know what the word says and believe the word. If the spirit is not saying Jesus come in the flesh, it's not of God. You should just know that. There shouldn't be no if, but, um, uh, um, uh, uh. <laughs> it should just be, the word says it, the Bible says it. So that should literally be um, case closed. So obviously, okay, I was going to say that you have to know, you have to know what the Bible says. But um, as five of ministers, I said that is that has to be part of our life. Five, uh, Hebrews five verse fourteen tells us this: But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So there is a discernment of good and evil that comes by exercising your senses through having used pretty much your spiritual senses to actually eat and receive strong meat. Strong meat belongs to them that are full age. Talking about maturity. So there is a discerning that comes from maturity, just basically to show the, where I'm getting this understanding that you've got discernment that comes from maturity, right? To discern the good and evil, to understand the things of God. I'm gonna read um, 1 Kings 3 verse nine, because it, obviously I read a definition of, um, discernment earlier but if we go to first kings 3 we see solomon about to say the wrong person he's solomon and he asked the lord he says this give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that i may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this thy so great a people he asked for the wisdom the understanding of heart to be able to judge and to discern between good and evil so we're talking about to know to understand the things of god to be able to judge what god says like to see it from god's perspective okay so as we mature obviously the word of god is sharper than double-edged sword it's able to divide we get the lord teaches us how to judge according to righteous judgment okay so there is a righteous judgment as we know it says in uh john 4 i'm gonna read it very quickly very scripture heavy today i'm gonna i'm gonna be i do all the time anyway it's word of truth but <laughs> that's the that's the that is this is a teaching program so john 4 24 um why am i saying john 4 24 there is a righteous judgment i wrote the wrong verse but jesus told us to not judge by appearance but to judge righteously so there's a righteous judgment that we need to judge by and so 
we are not allowed to be respectful of persons we're not allowed to judge according to appearances we have to judge righteously and as we grow as we get the word in us allow the holy ghost to bring up and as we put it into practice and as we exercise our senses to discern we grow in this ability colossians 2 let's read colossians 2 verse 8 and this is interesting because as you grow as well you know you come to see these kind of scriptures so this gives you a basis on what to judge on so this is not even without having to necessarily this is as i said this is not with this is not the gift of the spirit knowing by spiritual like the spiritual gift this is from having grown and understanding the things of god and being able to judge according to lining things up to the word and saying okay this is not in line with the word so therefore this is not of god so colossians 2 verse 8 says this Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So how are you going to know what is after the rudiments of men, what is of the traditions of men, what is religious, as opposed to what is of the culture of Christ, if you don't renew your mind? Romans 12, verse 2, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But we have to get the word in us, and we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's one, how we can get to that place of strong meat to be able to discern good and evil because we exercise our spiritual senses we eat the word we are able to see through the eyes of scripture and be able to say okay this doesn't line up to christ's rudiments this land this is worldly this is man-made okay so there's quite a few scriptures with regards to that first timothy 4 verse 7 says but refuse profane and wise old wise fables and exercise ourselves rather onto godliness. So if that same word exercise is training ourselves to be godly, training ourselves to know what's in the word. This is all part of discernment through a process of maturity. So as we grow in the Lord, as we come to know his ways more, as we come to know what the, what the, what the Bible says about specific things, we can judge righteously with an understanding heart because the seed has gone into good soil, which is the heart of understanding. Uh, probably going to read one more like this first timothy 1 verse 4 and it says so that oh wrong wrong um first timothy 4 verse 1 says neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith so here again we've got another scripture letting us know when how you can discern so what these are things that you will start to know through discernment through the word and through maturity you will recognize that things that just lead to more questions things that don't lead to godliness things that just lead to um babylon's uh, gossip and not faith these things are not of god things that lead to confusion god is not all of confusion which is going to be my next point anyway first corinthians 4 14 sorry god is not the author of confusion so where is lead, where confusion is the fruit you know this is not of god so these are all things that come through the process of maturity have process of the word this is how these are this is how we can discern these are things to weigh up what's happening by is there confusion it's not of god is there and i, I don't just mean a person doesn't understand i mean there's confusion obviously confusion in terms of like we're talking a, a body of people there's confusion there's um obviously you can have confusion individually as well but obviously you can people say oh i'm confused i don't get it but not just not understanding but a like spirit of confusion that's not of god 
if there's if it's just like vain babblings and question it just leads to more questioning questioning to things that do not lead to faith things that do not lead to godliness it's not of god but these are things that we weigh up this is how we can discern through as a process of maturing as we get to a place of full age that we can have strong meat and that we can exercise ourselves to discern between good and evil okay so the last scripture i'm going to read here which is going to lead me on to my next point is that i mentioned it earlier which is basically jesus says that we can know them by our by their fruit so we know this because of script because the scripture says it so without often so obviously all the things that i've mentioned so far so confusion just babblings um what's it called gossiping or not gossip it's not the word i was looking for but just vain ideologies and a form of godliness but denying the power thereof there's no fruit in the no there's no fruit jesus says you'll know them by their fruit right so you shall know them beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves we're talking we're reading matthew 7 15 down you shall know them by their fruit do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire wherefore by their fruits you shall know them but by their fruits you shall know them most of us know this and so we see a person and we want to judge by their fruit so we're looking at the thing we're listening to what they say we're looking at how they how they act towards people is their love is their etc etc and this is how we're told to judge however what happens remember back to my analogy at the beginning obviously he doesn't he doesn't disguise himself very long in the analogy i gave from the book of eli it's quite a short-lived thing and most of the time people that are false prophets or false teachers or just false disciples let's say they may show good works or say the right things for a short period of time and different people um without this the truth is is that different people can actually play the game longer than others okay so and they may do things in secret that you cannot see so how can we discern in that case if we're not if we're not able to see a person's fruit yet because also that's what i was going to say even obviously this is about fruits what they say what they do etc but even in our own life sometimes fruit we're talking about maturing the fruit of love joy peace patience we're talking about fruit and the fruit in the natural process sometimes take a, a little while to be developed so how can we tell let's say you just meeting somebody and you're trying to do out the spirits maybe in the first encounter you're not going to be able to see their fruits immediately however this is where we have discerning of spirits and we're moving into discernment by the spirit discernment by the manifestation of the spirit and so as believers we have the spiritual gifts are for every believer so it's not just for five four ministers it's for every believer it's not just for prophets it's for every believer every believer can flow in the gifts of the spirit so the gift of discerning of spirit is available to every believer but not everybody i don't want to say anything about that <laughs> but basically it's available to every believer and so the lord is able to reveal to us by the spirit whether something is of him or not through a knowing through a knowing and obviously how he reveals that there's many different ways i'm going to talk about that but so in a case where we're not yet able to see fruit there's times where the and there's other times that the lord will, will where this gift can manifest and we are able to discern by the spirit but however god is doing um, for the benefit of the body that we will know be able to discern whether this is of him or not so 
this is where I want to move on now and talking about the discernment by the spirit. Okay, so we find a spiritual gift in First Corinthians twelve, and as I said, it's for every believer, right? So I'm going to read Second Corinthians eleven because this is my point where Jesus tells us that by their fruit we shall know them, and obviously, eventually, every tree shows its true fruit okay but how can we discern because satan does not come most of the time scripture tells us which is what i'm going to read now he does not come just go and look at me i'm evil he does not come with his false prophets and apostles go and look at me i'm evil but jesus is like you will know them by their fruit and obviously as we spoke about the discernment by the by the word and maturity a lot of times people are, can be deceived because they don't know what the bible says or because yeah because they don't know what the bible says or they haven't exercised their senses to be able to discern between good and evil so they're not judging righteously they're judging by appearance so jesus tells us how to judge and um, but people are not looking at the right things and so that's part of the issue but we can have both so we can have the maturity to be able to identify whether something's of god but also the gift of the spirit discerning of spirit to discern by the spirit of god without knowing maybe the person hasn't even said anything yet and you're like they're not it's not of god okay they have said something but let's say they said something or every everyone else is saying this is of god this is of god and the lord has revealed this is not of him okay and this happened this is everyone else is saying it because of they're judging by appearance they're judging by what's being said currently okay but not necessarily by their make because the thing is your fruit has to align so i can't say the right thing and behave differently and i think this is going back to Obviously, we can't see the thoughts and the tents of the heart, but the Lord can reveal it by the Spirit. This is all part of what I'm going to talk about in this second point with regards to discernment by the Spirit. So there can be a heart motive. So for me, when the Lord, like your heart, your motive, your words and your actions have to be aligned and they have to all be of God. If your your motive's wrong, your words are wrong, and like you can say it can come and say the right word, motive and actions are not ma matching up to the word. And so sometimes people are not aligned in all three. And obviously you cannot know the heart of a person in your own flesh. You can only know the heart of a person by the spirit of God. So a person might be able to say the right thing and even act the right thing, but the Lord will reveal to you that the heart is wrong. Okay, so this is what we're talking about so second corinthians 11 first verse 13 says for such are false apostles deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of christ and no marvel for satan himself is transformed into an angel of light therefore it's no great thing that his, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness whose end shall be according to their works so they transform themselves so remember like they they put on a let's say they put on a show they put on they say the right thing they talk the christianese for you because they know what you want to hear but their actions prove otherwise the fruit of their life eventually proves otherwise it's eventually revealed okay and so um yeah so discerning by this we need the spirit we need we need both of these is is what i really believe we need to be able to grow up and to be able to discern by way and we also need the, the spiritual gift we need to be able to operate and allow the spirit to to manifest in this way so we can discern and not judge unrighteously this is basically the point of the video is that the problem is is that we have different ends of the i can't even say different ends of the spectrum but we don't judge righteously and we don't a lot of us are not fully operated in the gift of the son of spirits which is so necessary obviously the the spirit manifests the gift 
to whoever he wants and as he wills however if even in your body there's nobody up in your body of believers there's nobody operating in the standard spirit there's a problem we need to have so i'm going to pray in this video anyway i'm going to pray for that gift i'm going to pray for discernment that we'll grow up and be able to discern as well so as i said at the beginning how you receive this revelation so the spiritual gift is available to all of us but how you receive it is depending on how how the lord speaks to you so you can receive you can the lord can give you the ability to discern through a dream through visions you know through inner knowing through physical feeling in your body through smell so i've just listed some of the most common ones i've heard for me dreams one of, is one of the key ways and i was trying to last i don't know if it was last night or the night before i was just talking to the lord personally but i was trying to i was trying to explain the thing that i feel when i just know something out of long i don't know how to explain it but something things just feel like this in my if there was like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> if there was a line, it just feels like this in my spirit. I just feel something out of line. Something out of line. It just feels mm, something out of line. I don't know how. To, I don't know how else to explain it. So that how you, how this gift manifests in your life, the way the Lord reveals it to you is going to be unique to you, and it's for you to be able to start identifying how God speaks to you in that. Do you get a funny smell every time you're discerning? There's a spirit that's not of God if you're discerning, etc. So just being aware and asking the Lord to help you be aware of when He's revealing things to you and not ignoring Him. I think that's what I was going to say earlier when I was like, I'm not going to go into it, which was that it's also a case of I really just believe in intimacy altogether anyway. It's like, can the Lord trust you to reveal things to you? Like when He's told you things, do you believe Him or do you just believe your eyes? your natural eyes, your natural ears, your natural nose, you know, your natural senses versus the spiritual senses. So that for me is all part of maturity and it's all part of um, coming to that place of full age so that we can exercise our senses to discern good and evil. I'm going to give a few examples now about the discerning of spirits. Acts 8. So Acts 8 verse 17. So this is where Simon, so if you know the story, um the disciples have come to samaria because the believers have got saved there you know philip's evangelized and they've got saved they've been baptized but they haven't received the holy ghost so peter and john come down they get baptized in the holy ghost and there is a there's a, there's somebody there who he's been baptized his name's simon and he has seen that when the apostles laid hands the holy ghost fell and so he now says it says in verse 18 and when simon saw that through laying on of hands the apostles hands sorry uh the holy ghost was given he offered them money saying give me also this power that on whomsoever i lay hands he may receive the holy ghost but peter said unto him thy money perish with thee because thou hast sought that the gift of god may be purchased with money thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter for thy heart is not right in the sight of god repent therefore of this wickedness of this thy wickedness and pray god if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven but i perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity perceived he spoke about what was in in simon's heart how could peter know what's in simon's heart if not but by the spirit of god and so many of us will be afraid to say something so direct like that but when you have the discerning of spirits we have to get to a place where we are able to because if he doesn't say this because this now even gives simon an opportunity to repent i don't know if he fully repents i don't know because the bible doesn't really reveal doesn't go on to say that he just says that simon asked peter to pray for him right but if peter wasn't direct because some of us would be like oh i don't know there would be different responses 
into our day to day with regards to that. No one wants to step on toes. No one wants to to say what that someone's heart. Imagine thou art in the gall of bitterness, you know, and he said that your thoughts of your heart, thy wickedness. Like these are things that we would be. When I say we collectively as a body in this generation are afraid to say, but we have to get to a place where we say them in order for give people a chance to repent, in order for the truth to be revealed, in order for like I said, repentance to take place, in order for things to be I've said the same thing twice, but for things to be revealed. So that's one example right there. Acts ten, so again, this is Peter once again, and this is just to say as well that you don't always you don't only need discernment to be able to identify with something not of god you also need discernment to identify with something is of god because as we went some of the scriptures we read earlier if you are judging by man's religious uh what's it called uh traditions rudiments of this world you will call some things that are of god not of god and so you have to have discernment that comes through maturity but also through the spirit of god through the descendant of spirit to be able to discern from it is of God also. So this is Peter again. So the first one we see that he didn't have a dream, he didn't have a vision, he just knew it by the spirit of God. He declared it in the moment, right? Clearly the Lord revealed it to him. I don't know. I don't know. He didn't he didn't it doesn't say that he had a vision, so just by knowing, right? In Acts 10 we see something different. I'm gonna just read a few verses. This is Peter's praying. And then it says, um, so obviously he has a vision now and the Lord tells Peter, a sheep comes down and the Lord tells Peter with different animals and the Lord tells Peter to rise, Peter, kill and eat. And in verse 15, so I'm going to read verse 14, it says, but Peter said, not so Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, what God have cleansed, that call thou not call not thou common okay so the lord through a vision is giving peter the ability to discern that this is of him and it's even in the future because afterwards uh by the time we get to verse 34 um peter says of a truth i perceive that god is no respecter of persons and he didn't know this before so the lord wanted him to go with these gentiles in order for them to hear the gospel so that they could be saved and so that they could receive the holy ghost but Peter did not know this before. Based on his religion, based on his understanding, he would have called this unclean common. So it took the spirit of God um, through discernment of spirit, but through a vision this time, in order for Peter to discern. So we need the Lord. We need the spirit of discernment. We need discernment. We need to be able to discern the spirit. We need to recognize when something's of God, of God or not. And very often, so Peter's example for me, when something is of God, and when God is doing something specific he will often tell you before time before it happens so that you will actually discern that it is him and so this is again for me part of a uh, key part of intimacy and relationship with god so that he can actually trust you to tell you things in advance jesus speaks about i told you before so that when it happens you will believe so this is really a, a clear clear example of that the lord wanted peter to go with them but if peter didn't have discernment spirit just discernment from god he would have refused to go with them and the gentiles never would have been saved because based on peter's understanding this was not of god but it was so we need discernment not only to discern when something's not of god but when it is as well and the last example i'm going to use is act 16 verse uh, 16 to 18 i'm going to read and it says 
And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her the same hour. So here again we see so we see a couple of things because the spirit is clearly identified so we're in Acts. so this is luke writing so we've got um the spirit of divination identified now the spirit of divination through this woman is crying out these are these men are servants of the most high what's wrong with saying that what's wrong with saying these men are servants of the most high somebody who's of god can say that so it's not just the words but the actions so obviously she through the spirit through this woman was bringing her master much gain so the, the work was not lining up so there has to be some discernment here just because they're saying something that's of god you cannot be like oh that's you know that's the spirit speaking it's not the holy spirit it's the spirit of divination right so pete and um, paul in spoke to the spirit remember going back to to first john when it says try the spirit and that's what i wanted to say as well is that we don't try the people we can we can the, we can the lord can reveal the hearts of people but there's it's but there's two levels again so even though we've got um discernment through the word and through like maturing in the word and we've got discernment by the spirit you also have to identify whether this is the heart of a person and also the spirit behind a person so this is the two levels and i really that the lord we cannot know what's in the heart of a person from we need the spirit of god to reveal those things to us and so we need the spirit of god to maybe to identify specifically what you know spirit is operating etc that we can deal with them appropriately so paul cast out this demon anyway and so that's how he dealt with this demon in that instance and so and so this is discern we need discernment we need this operating in our lives in our ministry in our generation we need discernment more than ever because there's so many people that can that say the right thing that's the reality there's so many people that say the right thing but their heart is not is wicked like peter said to simon you know they're in the gall of bitterness they want the money they want the money they want the power they want to like carnegie in my example they want to control people they want to be in a position of authority they don't care about people these are not of god you know where that's what satan wants the same thing it's like you just want power you just want to be god you want to have you know the glory that should be that should be of god and so do you know what the lord gave me a dream the other night this he just literally is brought to my remembrance that there are literally ministers who use witchcraft in order to excel in ministry and i know that sounds so ridiculous it just seems so backwards but there are people ministers so i'm going to say false ministers who use witchcraft to excel in ministry we need the sermon because there's people that have big following large ministry that we're listening and we're following we're following them and we like what they say but we need the spirit of god to discern is what spirit is operating what spirit is operating what is like is this uh, the heart and the spirit like we need to be able to discern these things because we cannot fall into deception the bible talks about as i read before in the latter days that there will be many that will deceive and in the latter days you know that is literally how we see the body of christ staying as children being washed away being taken to uh, what's it called 
I can't think of the word I'm looking for now, but they stay in a place of um, immaturity, and that's where these false ministers, these false apostles, false prophets, false teachers, they want the body to stay. But the Lord is raising up true ministers. The Lord is raising up true leaders. The Lord is raising up sons of God after His heart, who will allow Him to reveal to them truth according to righteous judgment, according to the Spirit of God, according to the word of God so that his people can also stay in alignment and not be deceived and not be led to and fro that's the word I was looking for not be um, taken to and fro by every wind of doctrine that comes and through a new phase and through whoever looks most popular and so I'm going to end this video by praying for us praying for us as a people that we would be discerning you know just as Solomon prayed so I'm praying a prayer right now I just pray that you'll receive it Abba I just thank you for this word I thank you for this year every word that we've spoken this year I pray Father God that it will fall on good ground in the name of Jesus hallelujah I thank you for your presence Lord Abba even if I'm not the most you know flamboyant the most um, articulate I thank you Lord that your spirit is able to make up for all of my inadequacies and I pray Father God that your word will just go forth like a double-edged sword and just pierce between soul and spirit thoughts and intents of the heart lord i pray father god that our pe your people would rise up that we would be a people of discernment in the name of jesus i pray for a spirit i pray for the gift of discernment to fall right now in the name of jesus i pray for an impartation of discernment in the name of jesus it will be a people after your own heart in the name of jesus abba i pray that we'll be a people who do not love iniquity but we love truth Father God, I pray that when we hear lies, Father God, our ears would itch in the name of Jesus, that we'll be so sensitive to your spirit, oh God. Father God, that whenever anyone speaks, even if it sounds so true, like so clever and almost like truth, Father God, even if there's a hint of a lie, that we will be able to discern it in the name of Jesus. Father God, we will not be a people that will be led to and fro, but we will be a people who stay on the straight and narrow in the name of Jesus. We'll be a people who will not be taken and to the left nor to the right we will stay on the straight and narrow in the name of jesus father god that we will take heed to the doctrine father god that we will be a people that take heed to your doctrine in the name of jesus that we will not make up our own doctrine that we will not follow the doctrines of man that we will not follow religion so i just uproot every spirit of religion right now in the name of jesus every every man-made philosophy and vain deceit i uproot it in the name of jesus every seed that's been sown in the hearts of the people watching right now and connected to them every lie i uproot right now replace it with your truth oh god and father god i pray for a new anointing a new ability to discern from this day in the name of jesus i pray father god for dreams and visions i pray father god for ears that hear and a heart that's that understands eyes that see and i even pray for smell in the spirit in the name of jesus i pray father god for an ability to understand how you speak to us on an individual level father god that even down to feelings that we have in our body as you speak and as we minister as other people minister that we would understand what you are saying to us in the name of jesus father god i thank you for discernment as we enter a new decade we will be a people of discernment may your sons of god arise and may there be people of discernment in the name of jesus may your true ministers arise and may we be a people of discernment in the name of jesus that we understand the things of god that we judge righteously we do not judge according to man's standard but we judge according to your standard in the name of jesus 
Father God, keep our hearts pure before you in the name of Jesus. Keep our hearts close to you, Lord. Keep our hearts close to you. Father God, I thank you that it's your desire that we will be discerning. I thank you for the gift of discernment. I thank you for the deposit and the impartation of discernment in a, at a new level, in deeper depth, in the name of Jesus. And I pray for a boldness. We will not be afraid to call things what they are in the name of Jesus. If something is wicked, we will say it is wicked. If a person's heart is not right, we will say it's not right. If it is of God and everyone else saying it's not, we will say it of God. We will speak the truth and we will not lie in the name of Jesus. Cleanse our mouth, cleanse our heart, cleanse our cleanse our eyes, Lord, and cleanse our gates in the name of Jesus. We will speak what you have to say and nothing more, nothing less. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I pray that you receive that prayer, guys. I just really felt the Lord on that. And so I pray that you receive it. Regardless of the vessel that's coming through, it might be me. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I pray that you'll receive that. I pray that this has blessed you. And as I said before, I pray that word of truth continues to bless you. Thank you for watching. Please like. I never say this, but I, I ask that if you're watching on YouTube, that you will like this video and share it with those people that you believe will benefit. And also, if you're watching on podcasts, listening on podcast sorry then again subscribe to our podcast channel and also um we're available on all most of the platforms and then also um share with people that you know will benefit from this ministry so you are loved you are seen and i will see you guys next time on where the truth bye guys